fear, doubt, guilt, shame, some of the many emotions parents feel daily. There are ways to understand and overcome those internal distractions, and Billy Joss is here today to discuss her amazing books and how they can help parents swap out that fear and doubt with forgiveness and love. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I have Billy Joss, who is the author of Making Room and Distraction Detox. She is the speaker and the podcast host of The Family Room. She inspires women with practical biblical guidance and challenging motivation to accomplish God's best in their faith, family, and friends. Billy encourages women to live life to the fullest right where they are. Billy and her husband, Dave, a professional baseball coach, spend the baseball season on the road and off season in Southwest Florida. Welcome to the show, Billy. Oh, Leanne, thank you so much for having me here. Well, I'm so glad you're here. Billy is one of my friends and I just love everything she's doing. And I love her book, Distraction Detox, because we know how distracted we can get from the things that God has called us to do. But Billy, tell us a bit about you and your family. Oh, goodness. We are a baseball family. My husband has been in professional baseball for 36 years. I prayed for every one of those years that our three sons that we raised in that life wouldn't go into the baseball life. But yet they have, and they're all working in baseball exactly where God intends them to be. It's so exciting to see. I started writing when my youngest son was graduating high school. It wasn't something I thought I would do, but God opened a door and I took one little step into it. And boy, has it really blessed me to use the gift that God's given me to step into a place that I never dreamed I would be. You know, it's exciting, too, because sports is a a phenomenal field to be involved in, especially when you have boys. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I'm I'm sure that it has taken you all over the country. Yeah, I just got back from London yesterday, day before yesterday. (laughs) David's doing some work with MLB Europe, and we're getting to travel to some incredible places, London, Seoul, Korea, Mexico City, throughout the States, doing some events with them to, to tell other people around the world about baseball and it's just a blast. It, it's it's so much fun. And baseball people are really close. You create this bond with people that pretty quickly when you're in these situations, because you're with them 12, 14 hours a day when you're there. So it's been amazing. God has taken us to places, you know, and I say this in the sense that David and I look at baseball as our mission field. This is where God's put us. And this is where we're going to talk about Jesus and show them how Jesus loves and what Jesus has done in our lives. So any opportunity that we get within baseball is really one more opportunity to share what God's done in our life. I love that. And it reminds me a bit about our friend Christy, who is, her mission field's the pickleball field. Pickleball, yeah. So exciting. So wherever God plants you, whatever you're doing, that's your mission field. That is it. (laughs) Tell us why you wrote Distraction Detox. Well, my first book, like you said before, I had Making Room First, and that was about those external distractions. I wrote that book in a season where I was beginning writing. God put this this message on my heart. I blogged about it, got picked up for a book, and 
it was really an experience I went through as my youngest son was graduating high school and moving into college. Because with my husband's career, I was home alone a lot with our kids. I raised them the majority of the time by myself, which many moms do, right? But we don't have a whole lot of time on our hands to do much else other than mother our children, be a taxi driver, you know, a a boxing referee, sometimes with three boys in the house, whatever it may be. And so I did that because I went through that process because what I didn't want to happen is I didn't want my son to graduate and my schedule be so full of stuff that I couldn't really experience where God was taking me in that season. Where was it that he wanted me to to allow him to work in and through my life? So that was the first book. And boy, let me tell you, when my son graduated high school and he went into college, I had that those schedule stuffers down to hardly anything. I was, you know, digging into not having the right hand syndrome. I don't know in my book, I talk about the right hand syndrome where when somebody says we need some help with this, I go, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm an over volunteer. And I really learned the process of those external distractions, not spending all my time on my phone, not spending all my time on the computer or reading books incessantly by myself on the couch. You know, not that any of those things are bad. But when they take the place of really where God wants us, that's when we have to recheck ourselves. So I'd gone through that process and I was still seeing habits that I had that were taking me farther away from God, where God was desiring me to be. I was falling into a lot of doubt, a lot of fear, some shame and guilt from my past were coming up that, you know, I can't write to moms because I wasn't a great mom. I, I did bad things when I was a mom. I yelled at my kids. You know, I, I I chose things over them at times. Whatever it was, it was filling my head. And that's when God said to me, those things that you were covering up with all the external distractions, that's what I want you to work on now. So instead of, you know, just being on Instagram or TikTok now, Instagram wasn't then back then, but, you know, scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, I had to realize that the reason I was scrolling was because I was distracting myself from what was going on internally. So distraction detox came about when those internal distractions were my biggest issue. And so in that knowing that I was distracted by internal thoughts and negative thoughts and just beating myself up, I put myself on the seven-day journey of I'm going to write down everything I'm thinking about. And when I looked back seven days later of all the things, so when I start going on Instagram, what am I thinking about? When I, when I stop doing the next step of something, what am I thinking about? When I think about writing this and, and I stop doing that, what am I thinking about? When I get in an argument with my husband, what are my thoughts? When I feel a certain fear rise up when I'm talking to my kids, what is it that I'm thinking about? So for seven days, I just took a notebook and wrote, wrote every thought I had. And after those seven days, I looked at that list and I realized I am my biggest bully. There is no one on earth that speaks to me the way I speak to myself. You're a bad mom. You're a loser. You're ugly. Look at you. You can't be loved by God because of what happened in your past. You're not a good mom because you yelled at your kids. You're not a good wife because you got angry with your husband. I mean, the list went on and on, and it was in so many different directions, but one common theme of I was my biggest bully. And in that process of looking at that, I knew I had to rectify it. And that sent me on 
a journey that ended up being Distraction Detox, the book. Yes, you know, as I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, that is the devil's scheme, right? Oh, yeah. He wants to say, you don't really measure up. God didn't Mm -hmm. really say you are created in his image and you're worthy. And then his other thing that he likes to do is to keep us so busy, too busy, that we can't rectify any situations in our lives. And we don't take every thought captive like you did. You took every thought captive. Yeah, it was such a beautiful process and such a growth. I'm a process person, if you can't tell already. I'm a list maker and a process person. And the process that I was going through with the Lord, it was just me and Jesus. I didn't talk to anybody about it until later on when I'm like, wow, this might, I wonder if this would help other people. Like sometimes I want to keep things a little private at first because I don't want to go out there and start, you know, digging up anthills and, you know, and not working on it myself. And so after I'd gone through the process of really digging into what are these distractions and evaluating them as how do they make me feel? Where are they keeping me stuck? Some of them were good motivators. So I had to realize they were motivators, not stoppers, you know? And and so once I went to that evaluation, when I got to the termination part of it, that taking that thought captive, it didn't just stop there that I took a thought captive, you know? It was, I wanted to understand it. Go back to that evaluation tool. When we got to the evaluation and walked through it, and there were some that, you know, I'm going to tell people all the time, if there are some you dig up that are more than you can handle with just you and Jesus, counseling is a great place to go. Go and receive some professional help because we not all of us have the same experiences and not all of us can figure out how to work through it in the time that we're going through it. So, but in terminating those toxins, what I, I started was creating a habit of having, if I there was a negative thought that I was having, I would find a scripture that would speak into that, not to just replace it, but to speak into it. So when I went through that process, I went online and you know went to my Facebook crowd, my Instagram girls, and just were like, hey guys, I have this question. Do you deal with negative thoughts about being a good mom, being a good wife, your career, you don't have a career, you're a loser, whatever it is. And when I got the feedback and it was a lot of direct messages because nobody wanted to share it in public and I was fine with that. But when I got that feedback from people, it really started falling into three main categories. Fear, fear of not being good enough, fear of not measuring up to the mom next door or the super mom at school not measuring up to the wife that we see on Instagram that has the perfect pictures in the perfect house and it's all clean and everything's perfect and our house looks like a disaster area. A lot of that comparison falls under fear. The second grouping was unbelief, that doubt, that doubt that God can use us, our lack of worth, our lack of purpose. And then the third category was shame and guilt. I know there are two things, but you usually don't have shame without guilt and guilt without shame. And what that category is, is all those things from the past that you've defined yourself as, and you just can't seem to move through. Yeah, we have to, we have to take those things, those thoughts, captives, those actions, and, and go forward, like you said, and work on them, find out what's causing them before, because you have to understand where you are before you can go forward in the right path. Where are you right now? What path are you on? 
and what path do you need to take? Well, can you briefly tell us about motherhood and doubts? How did you do that? What advice can you give mothers who doubt themselves in their parenting journey? Yeah. So how do I overcome doubt as being a bad mom is in those moments, if I could go back and say that I did something successful, now I can say this because I couldn't say it before I went through this process. If I did one thing that was successful as a mom is when I doubted that I was a good mom because of an incident that happened, I immediately asked my kids for forgiveness. I immediately turned back and tried not to react in that way again. Because not only is it doubt is a good mom now, it's more than likely because I reacted in fear before. So to say to moms today, hey, girls, you have children that God has gifted you to raise. You are raising the next generation of kingdom changers. Give yourself some grace. We're not perfect. Step out with forgiveness and love. Leave that fear and doubt behind. Leave that shame and guilt of the last time you interacted with your kid behind as long as you've asked for forgiveness and move forward with them, growing together with them. Because I think our kids teach us so much about being good Christians, about being moms, about being women, about being a family. We learn alongside with our kids. So I want to say to every mom listening, you are raising the next generation of kingdom changers. Amen. Amen. I have to tell you, you know, we all have our doubts. We all deal with doubts. Yes. No matter what, no matter uh, what area of life we're in with work, Mm -hmm. everything, family, parents, parenting, helping our parents who are elderly, we all have our doubts. So we don't want those to hold us back. Well, thank you so much. I, I hope they'll get your book distraction detox because we need to be focused laser focused in our life thank you for being on the show billy thank you so much leanne and this is how we all work together to raise strong christian kids thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the spark media network that can now be heard on the edify app